This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, March 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Farmers may soon find out whether mandatory biotech labeling will prompt the nation's big food brands to stop using genetically engineered ingredients. At least four major companies plan to start labeling biotech products soon because of a Vermont law that takes effect in July. One of the food makers already distributing the new labels. Three of the companies tell AgriPulse that they plan to continue using biotech ingredients even after the labeling begins. But the fourth firm, General Mills, isn't closing the door to reformulating some of its products at some point. The Grocery Manufacturers Association says the news that companies will start labeling their products shows that the Senate needs to find and pass a uniform national standard for food labeling when it returns in April from recess. For more on the company's labeling plans and the implications for congressional legislation, be sure and read this week's edition of the AgriPulse newsletter. McCarthy defends the WOTUS rule. AgriPulse Steve Davies says that EPA Administrator Gina McCarthy endured a full day of hearings yesterday before House lawmakers. The leaders focused questions on the drinking water crisis in Flint, Michigan, EPA's clean power plan, as well as some important agriculture issues, including pollinators, pesticides, and the waters of the U.S. rule. During an exchange with Iowa Democrat Dave Losback, McCarthy said that a ditch would be only considered significant enough to be regulated under the WOTUS rule when it's constructed in an existing stream or wetland. Says McCarthy, believe me, I never created the word ditch. It's in the statute. That's why we had to deal with it. As for pollinators and pesticides, McCarthy said she's trying to work closely with the USDA to protect pollinators, but also ensure farmers have the tools that they need. An agribusiness leader takes on King. Bruce Rastetter, a longtime leader in Iowa's ethanol and agribusiness sector and major GOP donor, has endorsed a state senator who is challenging Representative Steve King in the Republican primary. King angered some of the industry with his work on behalf of presidential candidate Ted Cruz. King helped Cruz fend off attacks over his opposition to the renewable fuel standard. Rastatter, who backed New Jersey Governor Chris Christie in the presidential race, told the Des Moines Register that he was confident that King's challenger, Rick Bertrand, could win the primary. Rastatter said, we need someone who is an active congressman for the constituents of the district. King has said he's being attacked by the establishment. Cuban sugar production is seen rising. U.S. farmers aren't the only ones clamoring to do business with Cuba, according to AgriPulse's Bill Thompson. Cuban sugar production is on the rebound for the first time since the late 1980s, thanks to investment from Brazil that, according to William Bessina, an agriculture economist with the University of Florida, Cuba produced 1.8 million metric tons of sugar in 2014. It's a 64% increase from 2011. It's not nearly the 8 million ton level at which Cuba was producing before its sugar sector collapsed back in the 1990s, but it is a major spike. Cuba's prosperity is closely tied to foreign investment, and analysts expect annual Cuban sugar production to bounce back to as much as 4 million tons in coming years, he said at a trade briefing held at the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Foreign takeovers of U.S. food worry consumers. Americans overwhelmingly believe that the safety and security of the U.S. food supply should be considered a national security issue, that according to a new poll. 
A majority of likely voters surveyed also say they would be uncomfortable with a foreign company buying a U.S. agriculture company. That according to a survey by the American Security Project, a bipartisan Washington-based think tank. 86% of those surveyed considered food a national security issue. 93% say the Chinese company's purchase of U.S. food company should receive close government scrutiny. Well, here's your Wednesday. He said it. We need wine right now as a country to get through from day to day. That's Representative Ken Calvert, Chairman of the House Interior and Environment Appropriations Subcommittee, discussing great pests in California. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, March 23rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.